NHL hockey team, the St. Louis Blues, originated right here in Springfield, Missouri, as the 1949 Springfield Shoes. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. You're listening to Spring Food Mo America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I'm Andy Carr. Wow. Powered through that. Keep going. Yeah, There's more. I got breath. a new thing. Got a new thing. Uh, the, I'm Dan name. Howell. We will not rest until <laughs> okay. we've eaten at all 600 restaurants in Springfield. Okay, yeah. That's what our show's about For now. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest today. Hi. Hi. My turn? <laughs> yes. Please <laughs> say your me. name for the record. Hi, I'm Sarah Jenkins. Hi, Sarah listeners. Jenkins. The rest <laughs> of the show is your turn. Oh, no. <laughs> 600, is that a real? Is that the verifiable figure? Yes, but I don't Ish. think those are all local. I think that includes oh, every restaurant. the chains yeah. and things. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. We're not doing the chains, but we're still going to use that number. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I, th- I, I think we could achieve it. Yeah. So, Sarah, you're a writer and performer on the Mystery Hour. That is correct. Uh, yeah. Definitely taking a step down <laughs> <laughs> to be on Spring Food Mo. Not true at all. I'm honored and thrilled to be on the same podcast as Dan and Nicole Chilton. Oh, oh yeah. Life yes. heroes and friends of yes. mine, those two. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. So, yep. tell us how you got into comedy. <laughs> I'm Mark Marin now. <laughs> oh, fun. Okay. Well, it started. Uh, we okay? We good? It's pretty good. <laughs> no impressions are going to be involved. Uh, well, it goes back to my troubled childhood. Um, JK. <laughs> I was going to say, your parents seem pretty cool. <laughs> they're nice people. We, yeah. Everyone in Springfield knows them at this point. <laughs> I know. They're so, they're, they are even more lovable local celebs. Comedy. How did I get started? So... 12, 13 years ago, there was this place called the Skinny Improv downtown. I took a couple classes. I was toward the end of college, just got involved there and joined the main stage cast, maybe, I don't know, 2007. Wow. (laughs) A minute or two ago. And that is where I met Jeff Houghton of the Mystery Hour originally. And uh, several of us came from that era of comedy. And my boyfriend, Nate Black, actually was the host of those shows back at that time. So that's the first time we met each other too. That group just kind of kept hanging out and making funny things. And then when uh, this is becomes Jeff's story, he went to LA for a while. Uh-huh. He came back. <laughs> he brought the Mystery Hour to TV. And I was one of the first people in that group. And we've just not quit. Keep not quitting yeah. is what he says. We've just Keep kept doing quitting. it and people have liked it. Wow. It's really blown up. Yeah. yeah. It's been it's so cool, cool to watch it grow every year. We're in 10 markets now and hopefully growing into more next year and yeah, all the way to Charlotte, North Carolina. We're doing really well. That's so interesting. <laughs> Sam Levine. Yeah. Inexplicably. Yeah. And Paul Shear, he's always a, like a big one for oh me. Oh my goodness. Leslie David Baker from The Office was yes. our biggest I Crowd. sat next to Jim O'Hare when he was there. They just <gasps> sat him next to me yeah, I <laughs> for the first the first show. <laughs> Isn't it funny? He was such a nice guy and then kind of a like mean Bit persona of a cad. on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like D-bag. Can I say D-bag? Sure. <laughs> but lovably so. But it's just so funny. At it his, means his real, dirt. Right. Real dirt. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's reclaim it. It means dirt bag now. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun and really bizarre to see how it's grown and people recognize us sometimes now, which yeah. is strange and fun, though. It's cool to get to do this thing that we enjoy. I mean, Jeff make something where you are has become a big anthem of the show and just his philosophy. Uh But I think you guys would agree to that growing your podcast. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're right here in the Hammond's tower. (laughs) You're doing the thing. Just just doing it from headquarters. 
<laughs> Can I tell the one story about the time I got recognized from this podcast? It's actually do. more than one, but there's only one that's funny. <laughs> Please. Uh, I was watching the band of Montreal and the lead singer. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Big fan. You the big, host big of fan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, uh, I was at the bar talking to one of my friends and a woman who was a little bit younger than me. I'm guessing walked up and said, hey, aren't you that guy from that podcast? I was like, yeah, that's me. And she goes, I know. And then walked away. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like, All right. Cool. Notoriously shy. Those <laughs> podcast fans. Uh, I only know how to talk to people with a microphone in front of me. It's the truth. It is empowering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think. You think she was talking about a podcast from Springfield? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Dan and I are going to be on there next week. We're going to be guests on the next oh, episode. Yes. Of, uh, just remembering Springfield. Oh. And... It was like when like Family Matters would be on Full House. It's one of those kind of moments. That's cool. That happened, right? Both shows (laughs) talked about each other in every episode. (laughs) It would be like that. Yeah. Family Matters itself is a spinoff of I think like Perfect Strangers or something. Like a much a, a less successful. Uh, was it the dad Urkel-less show or, yeah. no no it was uh the dad's wife the oh. mom <laughs> you, <laughs> you know <will>. the mo- <laughs> mother winslow was the grandma but the real mother you winslow found two different ways to marginalize that female character dan <laughs> guys i yeah. could talk about tv all day stop me this is a food podcast so yeah dan and i are going to be on the next episode of a podcast from springfield helping judge their world cup of beers wow which i'm very excited about so qualified. Yeah. <laughs> I will be by the time we go. <laughs> I'm going to practice real hard. What a thrill. <laughs> I guess we should probably start talking about T-Bar and Bites. We don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> right. We're just hanging out. <laughs> so let's go ahead and play this bio segment. T-Bar and Bites Bakery and Cafe is a warm, homey neighborhood restaurant on Pickwick near Cherry in the Roundtree neighborhood. Colleen Smith opened T-Bar on January 30th, 2004 with help from her daughter, Megan. Colleen had previously run a catering company called Cozy Street Creations, and T-Bar was kind of the growth of that earlier business into a more traditional day-to-day brick-and-mortar operation. Early press for T-Bar posited Colleen Smith's eatery as an extension of the Zen 3 spa facility next door. Though, from what I can tell, ownership-wise, the two have always been separate entities. T-Bar started small, or at least much smaller than it is now. At first, the front room was it, just a few tables plus the courtyard outside. The humble tea room opened in the dead of winter, a notoriously difficult time for restaurants. People would rather stay in and eat banquet dinners, or hungry man, I guess, or like the ones with the penguin and the igloo. Anyway, you get it. T-Bar traffic was slow at first, but once spring sprung and sizzled into summer, business picked up. As more time passed and T-Bar became increasingly popular with Roundtree residents and outsiders alike, Colling gradually opened more rooms for seating inside. T-Bar now takes up the entirety of its building, which was constructed in a Spanish stucco style, pretty rare for Springfield. The interior aesthetic is kind of all over the place in a good way, with art, photos, and knickknacks from various cultures and eras. Imagine a flea market organized by a museum curator or like 
Bag End if the walls featured work by Springfield artists. Bag End is Bilbo Baggins' home in Hobbiton in the Shire in J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings books for those of you who aren't, you know, very cool people. Between 2004 and today, T-Bar has quietly become a kind of cultural epicenter in Springfield, showcasing the work of local artists and holding events unlike any others in town. T-Bar hosts live music from time to time, mostly Norwegian death metal and the most hardcore street rap. I'm kidding, of course. The performers at T-Bar mostly play soft, folky singer-songwriter stuff. The cafe also hosts holiday dinners and brunches, book clubs, and meetings with artists and writers, among other things. Perhaps the most unique T-Bar event is the annual Apron Fashion Show, the proceeds from which benefit the Ozarks Food Harvest. Also, for years now, T-Bar has held monthly multi-course themed dinners, allowing chefs to experiment with different styles of cooking and provide Springfield with even more opportunities for unique cultural experiences. They've done German food, Irish food, French, Spanish, and a whole bunch more. The food served during regular days at T-Bar has changed somewhat over time, gotten more adventurous with a lot of experimentation and ethnic twists on standard tea room fare. They serve the kind of items you might expect, soup, salad, sandwiches, wraps, and the like, but usually with added flair, like a curry chicken salad sandwich or an Asian wrap with Thai-style peanut sauce. There's also a full breakfast menu with quiche and breakfast burritos, as well as an array of pastries and desserts, including a minor miracle called the peanut butter iced brownie, an item for which Colleen Smith should probably be considered for sainthood. And of course, there's coffee, wine, bottled beer, and a wide selection of loose leaf teas. For almost a decade, the website for Tea Bar and Bites Bakery and Cafe featured the same simple and succinct description of the restaurant, as well as a message of gratitude from Colleen Smith to all her dedicated customers. That description, which is no longer on the site to be clear, read like this. In January of 2004, Tea Bar and Bites opened its cafe doors in the Roundtree neighborhood. T-Bar strives to provide fresh ingredients from local farmers when possible. We offer savory breakfast, lunch, and dinner choices, as well as delectable desserts baked in-house every day. Enjoy a meal and a rejuvenating cup of hot tea or organic coffee in one of our quaint dining rooms, or have dessert with a friend by the Courtyard Fountain. Courtyard. And that's a nice, rustic word for T-Bar's outdoor seating area. I don't know, though. I think I might just call it a... Patio, oh, patio, oh. Sipping ice cold brews on the patio. Patio, oh, patio, oh. Sitting in the sun out on the patio. Oh. 
I sent Dan a message asking for like recommendations of songs <laughs> I could use for this, and he sent me one. <laughs> uh, Not a lot of patio themed <laughs> tunes out there. It's a miss. Yeah, I had to write one. <laughs> Dan sent me that Ice T song, and I was like, no, I'm not going to use that one. <laughs> I thought you would be too cowardice, <laughs> but, uh, but I found T a way. Pain was good. Absolutely. I'm so glad. It's like somebody actually got one of the jokes. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Sarah, do you yes. have any personal history with T-Bar prior to your visit slash visits this week? Yes, in that I've been there. That was kind <laughs> of a... Sounds like you're digging for gossip with that question. I don't have any good juicy stories. Spill but. the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have always loved that area of Springfield, the little Pickwick and Cherry, mm-hmm. which is only blown up in the last few years and and changed for the better. It's been really cool to see. I live near there now, but before I did, I used to sometimes just drive around and look at houses and trees, you know, (laughs) one of those things, because it's such a pretty area of town. And I was thinking yesterday when we we went for our fact-finding visit, that T-Bar is one of those places that I've caught myself saying, and I think other people do, saying something like, oh, it feels like you're not even in Springfield anymore. Uh, uh, It might be in my notes. (laughs) And I think, and I've never really thought before how, like we say that a lot, but there's so many cool things in town that we could just, I don't know, stop saying that about (laughs) things that are cool that are in our town. Because it's all those unique things that make Springfield actually pretty awesome as a city. So yay, Springfield. (laughs) (laughs) And yay, T-Bar, because it is so unique and it is unlike anywhere else in town i think just for the architecture and the location and the courtyard slash patio i even the first thing in my notes is patio versus courtyard Uh, slash entrance to yoga studio yes i've loved going there i a couple birthdays ago went by myself uh for lunch that day and just like sat and had quiche and some sangria Mm. and kind of treat yourself moment and then we had my mom's surprise 60th birthday party there which such a great place for moms yes t-bar Uh, and we got cupcakes and lemon bars, all, all of that stuff. And it was just charming. And she was so, so happy. So that's a happy memory there. It's very much a 60th birthday party for your mom <laughs> yeah. kind of place. So charming. Mismatched teacups. You know, uh-huh. things that moms yeah. are into. Vintage tablecloths. And not just for moms, obviously, because I enjoy going there. But yeah. great mom pleaser, that place. Yeah. I bet. I like it a lot, too. It probably been half a dozen times since I got into eating at cool places in Springfield. Yeah. You know. 10 years ago or whatever (laughs) since I started to be able to barely afford eating good food. When you mentioned the international dinners in the recap, Uh I forgot I I went to one of those with my friends, the French one a few years ago and they had someone wandering around playing the accordion. I mean, mimes, hmm? mimes. I don't think there were mimes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm miming everyone. You can't see. It comes across in a podcast. Yeah. There was real food, not mime food. Uh, but it was really fun and uh, just felt fancy and special, but not too pricey. I don't even remember, but it was just a cool experience, yeah. too. That's great. I had not been to one of those. Ooh, do it. Only had, you know, breakfast, lunch, brunch, dessert there. Just the, the standard, standard stuff. Yeah. So we should probably get into that. However, we have our special patio month segments. So. Mm. Sarah, it's views, seats, brews, eats, beats, and we're adding one today. Treats. Yeah. Because yes. we needed one more. But <laughs> Love the, it. Love a rhyme. The first one is views. What I want is a view. Front of the courtyard, 
faces east, just out into the neighborhood. You're just looking at people's houses. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're very much just in a neighborhood. Yeah. And like Dan mentioned, you can see the entrance to the yoga studio that's next door. Yeah. There's three walls around you, and they're all this stucco, like Spanish style. It's a really nice vibe there. Mm-hmm. You can see the fountain as well. Yes, absolutely. I sat the wrong direction to see the fountain. I, I really <laughs> screwed oh, up. Back to the fountain. <laughs> yeah, my back was to the fountain. I was looking at some uh, uh, truck bumpers. <laughs> cool. Rustic. <laughs> he requested that. <laughs> requested. Sit me by those bumpers. Uh, yeah, it took him a while to figure out what I was talking about with the truck bumper view. If you look up, there's the Spanish style terracotta tile. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes it feel unique. And they have those tarps. It's like two. Oh, yeah see-through green tarps hanging up above to s- that block the sun if sure. it's very sunny. Mm-hmm. Plus, the color sort of adds to the whole vibe there. It's very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, it's lovely. Let's get into those seats. Customers sitting there with food in their mouths. I don't know what's going on. Have a sandwich. Have a seat. Have a seat. Man, I've just been sitting here thinking. About what? About the miracle we witnessed. Four four <laughs> tops, six two tops, five of which are low, one of which is high. It's all patio furniture. Mix of metal, graded, glass top, and plastic. Some round, some square. A lot of variety. I was seated by Colleen herself mm. at a small round two-top whenever I went uh, this Wednesday after school. It's about 75 degrees. Perfect patio weather. Oh, lovely. I was seated with my right ear, the good ear, directly <laughs> pointed at the fountain. So I got that constant relaxing drone of mm. running water. Mm. There's this cascading red brick floor, wood beams overhead. And there, those are draped with those tarps we talked about. Such a good courtyard uh-huh. there's no like beer ads hanging up it's oh, not yeah, terribly yeah. loud there no neon to be seen mm-hmm. so relaxing definitely more for like a quiet conversation than partying unless you party with quiet conversation <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that right podcast <laughs> listeners <laughs> i like the like mix match tablecloths mm-hmm. like you said they were vintage i had no clue they all do look very nice but Almost looks like something I could put together, like if I had a, like a nice area and nice things. Uh-huh. It's just not a uh, homogenous like a lot of right. restaurants where all the tablecloth, all the tablecloths table are the same, <laughs> all the tables the same. Uh, it was nice. It, it was looks very like nice. looks like something I could put together if I had all the things that they did to put it together. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And they're cool, unique taste. And instructions, <laughs> very very explicit instructions. <laughs> Next category is. Brews. This is a new drop. Mm. The last of the five that I said I would put together before we started Patio Month three weeks ago. Not really a mashup. Wow. <laughs> more of a mash together. <laughs> Brews, we normally talk about beer, but you know, they have a lot of tea here. It is a tea room, after all, tea bar. I didn't have any tea. I got a house Cabernet, which tasted great to me. Not a big wine connoisseur, but I liked it. Better than the bad wines. (laughs) Good. Better than bad. You heard it here, folks. (laughs) Um, I got tea. I ordered the Moroccan mint. It came out in a cute little teacup and saucer, and then you get your own little individual teapot, which is always fun when you get to kind of have that moment of pouring it yourself and yeah. letting it steep because it's it's loose leaf in the little silver brewy thingy, <laughs> whatever those are called. <laughs> I got about two and a half cups worth out of it, a nice amount. It was tasty. It was nice. I don't always order tea there, but I felt this time I should to get that full authentic experience. So 
It was good. Yeah. And I, they do have a huge variety too. Lots of different flavors and you can get it iced, hot, <laughs> those two ways, you know, like tea. Lukewarm. <laughs> yeah. If you wait long enough. <laughs> I'm a big iced tea fan. It's maybe my favorite beverage. That's why they call them iced D. Yes. <laughs> that is why they call me that. Uh, I grew up drinking unsweetened iced tea. That's still Same what I drink. Here. I is don't. Is it like mom would make it at dinner kind of thing? Or? Uh, no, we just have it all the time. Yeah. We would make sun tea in the oh, summer nice. and just straight brewed Lipton tea mm-hmm. year round. I, I just love it to this day. It's so bitter and tart. And I just saw in 417 Magazine a mere seven pages away from Andy and I's exclusive feature. <laughs> Very important piece of oh, writing. Oh, I was about that podcast feature. That was really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was about a, a small section of it. We had <laughs> no complaints about it at all. No problems with it whatsoever. They ranked. <laughs> <laughs> Spilling the tea. No, it's, it, I'm the referring to a spilled. thing we did last episode. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's been spilled and wiped up yeah. and sanitized. It stained your then towels. We squeezed the tea from the towels back into our mouths. I believe their house iced tea was ranked number three in 417's best iced teas in oh. Springfield. So I knew I had to get it. Yeah. And, uh, Headline, <laughs> the tea's good. The tea's good. <laughs> the guy, my, my server, mm-hmm. the guy. I had a guy as well. Might be uh, the same guy. Huh. He, he had a name tag on, though, that said <laughs> the guy. So probably not the same guy. <laughs> uh, he said it was their house tea. Mm-hmm. It was clove and orange. Normally, whenever I hear clove tea, my eyes perk up a little bit because it's normally too strong. I don't oh. love a strong clove taste. But this was lovely. This was so good. I uh, maybe a a perfect iced tea. Maybe Whoa. when they make that, it's like they take a lit clove cigarette. And oh yeah, for just sure. Dunk it in there. Is that yes. where the flavor comes yeah, from? Yeah. Um. I th- I think the standard is a Swisher Sweet, but they went with a Black and Mild upon my request awesome. with the wood tip. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's a little more rustic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was very good. Now the probably the most important segment. You guessed it, folks. It's eats. <laughs> I like to eat, You know, we always like to do breakfast and lunch or dinner if a place serves both. Unfortunately, I think I was the only one that was able to do that this time. So I'll start us off with the breakfast. But feel free, if you've had it before, to throw in your breakfast thoughts. Okay. Ooh. So Lindsay and I visited T-Bar for breakfast at 10 a.m. today. Whoa. Wow. Listeners, it was a drizzly Saturday morning. The brunching hour. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we had to sit inside, unfortunately, because it was a little rainy. Uh, started off with some coffee. Uh, listen up, Sarah. Here we go. Oh. It's different, Sarah. <laughs> this is the Sarah that we always talk about. <laughs> Sarah was very worried. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I'm so what sorry. Have I done? <laughs> no, this isn't you. This I is a Sarah this that once before. complained to me that we didn't review coffee at oh, breakfast places. Okay, okay. That is a valid <laughs> she's, point, Sarah. She's my friend and colleague. <laughs> Okay, mudla mudlouse. Mud, mud I almost Sarah. said mudlouse. <laughs> I'm a real mudlouse. That's people that go to the mud house a lot. Mudhouse Zen Blend. Good. Thought it had that mild burntness of brick and mortar coffee. So my notes say it was good. It's good. Coffee was good. Went to the mud lounge. I got mud soused <laughs> on coffee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it was the lounge. So they put booze oh, in it. Oh, the lounge. 
All right. So <laughs> I'm going to start off with pretty much the only negative thing I have to say about this. And it's Ooh. not even about my meal. By the way, this is this is coming from me and not my dining partner, Lindsay. <laughs> Uh, she got the Dublin, Dublin, Dublin. We're doing, we're doing this again. Uh, Is it Dublin? I, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> it's got the Dublin breakfast, which is two eggs, bacon, and an English muffin with Ooh. strawberry preserves. I didn't try the eggs. I thought the muffin was fine. The preserves were great. Mm. Very fresh tasting and delicious. However, yeesh, that bacon. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad bacon. bacon. Oh, Ooh, that's again, good. Tell us why. This is me talking. Not Lindsay. The bacon was thin and soft. It was barely cooked through. No crispness, no crispiness whatsoever. I'm not a big bacon head, but wow. <laughs> this was, this bacon was not good. You're more of a parrot head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's because I repeat myself a lot. <laughs> no, not related like to Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. I you know. crackers? I don't know. That's the worst thing I'm going to say about T-Bar. That's that's okay. it. I'm done. Okay. Mm. I got the three cheese and herb quiche. I love a quiche. Yes. Oh. Now, I'd never had this at T-Bar before. Okay. I'd seen it in several articles that I read. People talking about how good the quiche was. Mm-hmm. And even, I believe, Colleen saying that that was like one of their specialties. So I feel like felt like I had to get it. I think I texted Dan. So you got to get that quiche, Dan. I know. Somebody's got to. I didn't. <laughs> it's not too late. <laughs> I'd been expecting like a slice uh-huh. Of quiche, you know, like a pizza size sure. or pie size, not a pizza size, but a pizza shaped slice mm-hmm. of quiche. What came out was much better, you know, like a steaming hot personal pan Ooh. quiche, oh. like a little pot pie mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, okay. it look, looked cool. beautiful on the plate, about an inch and a half high, maybe four inches across. The sides curved out a little bit as if the crust was straining to contain the filling. We talking prairie pie size or mm, a little yeah, smaller? Maybe Good about compared. the exact okay. same size. Okay. Yeah, All um, right. though. The angles were not diagonal. It was more curved around Ooh, on the sides. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Imagine like a bread bowl shape. Sure. But Ooh, small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The quiche continued to defy my expectations because the crust appeared as if it was going to be crunchy. Yet when I dug my fork in there for the first time, it was soft. So soft that it's kind of amazing the crust is able to hold all the filling and maintain the old Cincinnati swap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. It's crunchy and it's uh, soft. It looks crunchy. Looks crunchy. Is that the Cincinnati it's swap? Yeah. Like a baseball thing? For sure. I don't know. What <laughs> yeah, I, what famously that means. so. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Cincinnati <laughs> swap it is. I mean, everybody mentioned that next time you go into the tea bar. <laughs> don't know what you mean. Just order a Cincinnati swap. <laughs> They'll give you a quiche. <laughs> that crust was rich and buttery. Didn't have any flakes. It was like a very solid. Mm-hmm crust the filling appeared to be dense creamy egg whites it wasn't yellow at all it was just pure white mm. the one that i had could have been that way because there's cheese mixed in with it or cream mixed in with it or something i'm not sure but i definitely expected to see more yellow wow uh, it was topped with a thick layer of seasoned cheeses it was delicious it was more of just a single mush of fatty flavor than any one flavor standing out it was more like a breakfast pot pie yeah than it was like any other quiche i've ever had you got me nice. with the layer of cheese at the end yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm into just that. covered with cheese over the top of just this one. They had some other quiche options, but tasty. Yeah, I've had their quiche before. I didn't remember the individual portioning oh. part. So I don't know if that's new or just a fault oh. of my memory. So hmm, who's to say? But I remember really <laughs> liking it. And that's such a thing of a what are they called? Tea room. Okay. Yeah, it's quiche. <laughs> so it is great that there's a so, so delicious. It's not only a breakfast item. I think I've had it for lunch before, or you can even get some at dinner if, if you so choose. Mm-hmm. I got one other thing. 
and I got something called a peanut butter pita. Now, this one's a little bit complicated. Ooh, uh, let me please. lay this out for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We rewind. It's a circular piece of pita bread uh-huh. sliced through the middle into fourths, then smothered with an unnatural creamy peanut butter, meaning like the sugared up version sure. of peanut mm-hmm. butter, and drizzled with honey. Speak you English, get that? Doc. You get that? <laughs> uh, do you want to guess how I felt about this, Dan? <laughs> I'm going to presume you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, then again, I love like the cheapest always save brand peanut butter on like the cheapest mm-hmm. always save brand bread as well. Sure. So, so my opinion really elevates oh, it. It was yeah. fantastic. It was awesome. It was like you, clearly if you got some kid that wants a pancake just whining like me, uh, <laughs> this is what you order. <laughs> It's not a pancake. It's just a pita with peanut butter. You ruled. But you said, I want pancake. <laughs> Me need pancake. That's what you would got. <laughs> Beat the table with your fist. <laughs> you threw down your yeah. money. Yeah. No, this is how it went. Um, as he goes, yeah, I'll get the Dublin breakfast. Can you make sure those eggs are scrambled, please? And I, I say, mini pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Andy. So it was just called the peanut butter pita. Yep. Believe so. PBP. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Never had that. Look. You can make it yourself. It <laughs> wouldn't be difficult. <laughs> it is the option for children. I'm uh, pretty sure. But I would. I love that. Would get it again. Nice compliment to the quiche. So yeah. let's get into dinner. Mm. Uh, Dan, why don't you start us off? Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was my first visit to T-Bar and Bites ever. It was last night, a Friday night for some context for our listeners friday june 14th 2019 ad we had planned to go to t-bar all day my girlfriend and i the lovely dime piece herself um the same one it hasn't switched (laughs) since we began (laughs) meaning the show not your relationship yes yeah yeah, she uh, didn't like It doesn't yeah. have a twin. No, that no. just tricked you. <laughs> no, nothing like that. No scenario in which that could happen. The old Cincinnati swap. That's what they call that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, yes. We, we did the Cincinnati swap. She was pretty amped about it. We were both pretty excited to go to enjoy the patio. But had, then... Had she been before? Either? I believe she had. Okay. I think she'd at least had something from there before. She didn't eat all day long. Wow. It was a mix of circumstances, but she just didn't eat. Mm. She couldn't eat. And thus, <laughs> she was not in the mood for a place called T-Bar and Bites <laughs> for her dinner. <laughs> so I stopped by another restaurant in the Cherry and Pickwick area. I won't really get into who it was. Mm. It was all right. Pretty <laughs> tasty. It's called Bonies. Uh, yes, it was Bonies. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were quite busy, so there was quite the wait there. So I got to go over to T Bar and Bites and just have my little abbreviated experience there as a true call in boy. I got to go up there, do a call in at the counter. Uh, (laughs) Oh, do you need to act it out, Dan? A to-go, as you would call it. And hang out on the patio while my food was being prepared. It was lovely. Should I tell you guys what I ate? (laughs) I don't know. Why why bother? I maybe have a little more. Um, (laughs) On the board up there, it said it was Falafel Friday. So you know your boy had to (laughs) abide. (laughs) 
I also had some pita with this. I was unsure what exactly it was going to be. The board just said falafel Friday, so I didn't know if it was going to just be some falafel balls and mixed greens or a pita like I got. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, it was quartered falafel in a heavy pita with a big dollop of hummus, some greenery, cucumber, tomato, and what I'm assuming is tzatziki sauce. The falafel had a nice coarse texture. It was a little dry, though. Despite all the hummus and tzatziki sauce, the whole thing was a little dry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just the dry outer shell of the pita or that the hummus isn't really a sauce. It doesn't actually sauce things. It's a, it's a little thicker than mm-hmm. that, almost into paste territory. Mm-hmm. But beyond the dryness... A lovely falafel. Very, very good. I, lo- I just loved the texture to it. It had some real coarse bits of, I don't know. I, I'm assuming some chickpeas were in there. But, grain? Uh, uh, yes, grain. <laughs> grain. <laughs> it was really good. It came with a side, and I chose the lemon thyme potato salad. Ooh, yum. Just light, a real light potato salad, still mayo-based but just perfectly cooked potatoes, no frills, no like bacon or there's nothing really going on there, but just a perfect little potato salad. My only complaint served in a cupcake wrapper. Oh, yes. Um, I'm sure they have plenty of those for their muffins uh, and assorted baked goods, but so this was the to go experience. This was the the, to go experience. The, the muffin thing was inside a nice cardboard box mm. you get a, some nicer places you know mm-hmm. but it was lovely I, mm. I really enjoyed it you're talking about the potato salad their sides are just really knocking out of the park they always have i think the cafe salad the potato salad maybe mm, there's like a chickpea salad i don't know there's, there's there's their usuals and then they always have some sort of special and like you said like maybe it has some international flair to it they're usually pretty simple but they're always just really good yeah, like everything you read off good. to me sounded really good yeah. and like sounded elevated from like a just like nothing was like just potato salad it was like right. lemon thyme potato mm-hmm. salad. you know it's not just from the store and they slap it in the tin the yes, cupcake yeah, tin yeah. for you yeah they like they make things in-house so they add flair to things that makes them unique what i ordered i got the mediterranean platter Ooh. which is both an appetizer or an entree i am a vegetarian so uh t-bar is a great option for me they also have there's like a mozzarella pita sandwich that's really good uh salads obviously and even yeah those sides are more often than not vegetarian uh but the mediterranean platter is a delight because it's kind of just fun to eat. It's one of those things that you have a fork and you need it, but you also just need to dig in with those hands, girl. And there's different (laughs) textures going on. I'll describe what they are. You start with the cafe salad. It's a standard side for them. It has a house, I'm assuming house-made vinaigrette, and you pour it on yourself. That's always good. You can control the amount of dressing you've got. We are big sauce on the side Mm -hmm. advocates. So they're about that life with the salad sauce on the side advocates.org. <laughs> um, so it the salad was spinach and dark leaf lettuce, tomato and cucumber in nice little chunks. So not too big for your fork, made a nice little bite. Also had craisins. It's mm, a fun little element right. on a salad. Uh-huh. I love craisins. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 got a double mmm over mm. that. <laughs> double kids. Mm. 
and uh, some red onion, which is not normally my favorite, but you know what? I went for it and it was good in, in this salad. So uh, in the middle, you have a little cup of the tzatziki sauce. Yes, absolutely. Pleasant dill freshness in there. Uh, it was really good. Uh, you also have olive tapenade, kind of just hanging out on a piece of lettuce that you can mix with your hummus. You can add to your salad. Just um, push to the side. <laughs> if you are not just an olive move it off the plate. <laughs> Um, olive tapenade and a, a hunk of feta, which is kind of an unusual way to experience feta to me. It's like almost like a school eraser size oh. <laughs> and you can chop it up as you like. It's not in crumbles. That's uh, awesome. And then a huge generous dollop of their hummus. Mm-hmm. And I would say my one complaint is the hummus to pita ratio was not quite in the neighborhood of where oh. I would prefer mm not quite enough pita for the amount of dipping okay. options between the tzatziki and the, the tapenade in the hummus, which is okay. Like I, you can eat hummus with a fork. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have, can and have. Uh, I even co-opted the leftovers of Nate's. He got the turkey Reuben, which he loves. Oh, that sounds great. Doesn't eat red meat, but the loves tubin. a Reuben. The Tubin, mm. if you will. Gone Tubin. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So I stole the, the ends of his bread to keep eating my hummus. That's how how much I was enjoying myself after my pita was gone. So, uh, yeah, had that and the Moroccan mint tea was a nice combination. Fantastic. Yeah. I went to T-Bar hoping I could sample a lot of different things. Unfortunately, they had a T-Bar sampler Ooh. on the menu. Comes with uh, a salad, two sides, and a baby scone. But that's not like any kind of salad. They have those, you know, very proteiny salads they put on sandwiches, like mm. tuna salad or curry chicken salad sure. is what i got it looks like a potato salad with a uh, yellow curry cream covering some chunks of chicken mm. uh room temp uh, tender chicken and small pieces of pecan to add a little crunch in there right. served in a ladled half sphere atop a bed of spinach <laughs> leaves a subtle mild savory flavor very mild everything on this plate was pretty mild Every now and again, I'd get a stronger, heavier, seasoned bite, and those are my favorites. Uh, this was my entree, technically, you know, because one of those, your salad is the entree. But unfortunately, it felt more like another side. I could use a little salt, or if I'd have made it myself, I would have used, like, you know, a full tablespoon of Cajun seasoning or something. <laughs> uh, subtle flavors, it's not my favorite. It's, it's, it's like a subtle flavor that's not particularly complex, uh, if that makes any sense sure. at all. So I didn't dislike it. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was pleasant. It was good. It was kind of a nice sitting outdoors food for lunch kind of deal. When I think something with curry, I would expect a little more. Yeah. A little more yeah. and flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also mm, six year old mom's birthday party kind of restaurant. So this sure. is kind of like what you're going uh-huh. for. Uh, not, not with everything, just with some of the dishes. Yeah. I think subtle and mild. That's a good way to describe their flavors. Yeah. Even with, they have a touch of an international flair. It's mm-hmm. nothing too, flashy or strong definitely my first side was my first technical side Mm -hmm. was a southwest corn clam chowder Mm -hmm. also creamy slightly gritty it was like a like a zesty potato soup with a few small chunks of chewy clam in there this was tasty it came with two small buttery seasoned crostinis Mm -hmm. for dipping and those dipped bites were the best of the whole meal uh, the cracker crunch with the creamy base and chewy clam was like a really nice Ooh. mix of textures. Love a crustini. My other side was sesame noodles, which is a special Ooh. for that day. They looked oily. You could see the light reflecting off of them, but they tasted much less oily 
than the look suggested. They were soft but had some give to them still. They did have a slight vaguely Asian quality, but not like fried lo mein or anything like that. Honestly, it was weird to be eating sesame noodles without an appropriate protein accompaniment, even just like tofu or chicken or whatever. Sure. It was they, it was just the sesame noodles and then with like these other unrelated flavors mm-hmm. on the plate. Now, I did choose. I think there were like three side choices. The other one would have been the uh, potato salad that Dan Ooh. got. Mm. But anyway, those were good. They were fine. I would have preferred them with something else too. And I also got the baby scone. <laughs> they brought it up to me in a cradle. <laughs> we had a bottle and a diaper. You get to they said it. baby scone for the baby. <laughs> He's playing a harp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I get why they call it. Oh my gosh. I forgot I wrote this in my notes. I get why they. <clears throat> I get why they call it baby scone. Because, oh, baby, it was delicious. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure that's why they call it that. Uh, when I hear scone, I think of something a little bit more dry than this. Yes. You know, a lot of scones are very dry pastries. But this was more like a really great, light, homemade craisin sugar cookie. There sure. were craisins mm-hmm. in this scone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was airy but rich. At the same time, I loved the scone. I thought it was very tasty. Yeah, I've had that scone. Isn't there There's some like crystallized sugar a yes. little bit, but not too much? I would say there's a lot and it's not too much because I love sugar. (laughs) (laughs) I think I was also a bit of a scone skeptic, you know, prior to recent events. I've had some good scones recently, but I also used to think that they were just dry Mm -hmm. things only to be dipped in a liquid. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more. You were scone scarred. I was. I was scone scarred Mm. from the Churchill's coffee in like the library center. I think (laughs) from like the sixth grade. Uh Those scones were three years old. (laughs) You were the first person to get a scone in months when (laughs) you ordered it. Our next category is irrelevant, but we're going to do it anyway. This is uh, beats. We got the beats. I know you never win this beat is on. We got the beats. No live music today. Mm-mm. I think I might have been there before when they've had soft, quiet music playing in the corner, and it's like never distracting, just adds to the ambiance. Inside this morning, they were playing indie rock hits from 10 to 15 years ago. It's like Band <laughs> of Horses, MGNT, Old Fleet Foxes, that kind of thing. Speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds Basically, nice. the kind of music that was popular back when T Bar first opened. Mm. You know the place you're at is geared to you. When you're 10 plus years out of college and they're playing music from when you're in college. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, this is, I'm being marketed to. <laughs> Not a Cardi B in sight in no. that place. Any yeah. musical experiences you guys had? Sitting out in the courtyard, I don't even recall. I don't think there was anything playing, or if it was, it was so slight, I didn't pick up yeah. on it. Yeah, they were, they were playing some real light jazz while I was oh. there. Um, I think there was also something going on. Uh, Carol Walker introduced herself to me to a uh, oh Kara Kara Walker the artist Kara Walker oh yeah. right it was oh, first Friday sure. or, right. or she, yeah art yeah 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 excuse yeah. me so Kara you, Walker so you went during one of their artists meet and greet yes absolutely I, I was very confused yeah I was like <laughs> waiting for my food and she came up and shook my hand she was very nice I didn't actually get a chance to go inside and check any of the art out but maybe she'll get the spring food mode pick up here Dan Howell <laughs> accidental culture vulture <laughs> yes absolutely I am I, I culture vultured from her I enjoyed the very slight as Sarah said jazz that was playing Cool. 
Yeah, the uh, the local artist element is a nice uh, aspect of T-Bar. I don't think we've talked about yet, other than the apron show they have every year. But that is a nice thing. They, they have the rotating feature of yeah. local art on the walls. We didn't even really talk about the inside except mm. in the bio. It's really cool. Yeah. There's all these, there's several small rooms with a few tables each. It's not cramped. It's cozy. Mm-hmm. Sure. And they have like little knickknacks everywhere. And I mean that in a good way. It's yeah. like, I said in there, it's like a well curated flea market. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's For sure. Really it's neat. a good vibe. So we have one more category today, and I think it's maybe the most important, (laughs) and it's so important that we added this category, and of course, I can't be talking about anything other than treats. Oh, sing it, Luther. (laughs) (laughs) This place has a lot of treats, mm-hmm. a lot of treats. I had, I tried two this week, and I'd had them both before. Look, we're going to save the big one for last. Okay. okay. We'll work up to it. I tried a lemon bar. My mm. server asked if yeah. I wanted a middle or a corner piece. Good question. Nice yeah, of them to ask. I know. Yes, of course they asked I me said, as well which one I'd like. Of course, I said corner. Mm. Give me that corner. The more texture, the better. It's Get so that awesome. Crusty that you edge. Yeah. yeah. I saw the corner pieces under the glass, and I. Would definitely have been disappointed had I not gotten one, mm. but also I would have been far too cowardly sure. to advocate on my own <laughs> behalf. So, does anybody are there people that prefer a, a middle piece? I fools. Do. I don't prefer, but I also would oh, yeah, eat a, it. Yes, you know. I mean, listen, listeners, if you're willing to show your face in a public <laughs> forum uh, while admitting this, please write in yeah. on, on any of our many platforms. Hashtag middle piece. Yes. <laughs> yes. Middle person. Yeah. <laughs> the two corner sides were crispy, almost burnt, but not quite burnt. The top of the bar was so covered in powdered sugar that you could barely see the lemon yellow oh. underneath. The bottom layer is something like a rich flowery pie crust. Oh. Above that is the gooey lemon filling. It's so delicious, very sweet, quite lemony, but not overpowering, not even close to overpowering, really. You know how some tart desserts are so like powerfully, puckeringly tart mm-hmm. that it's like an endurance test, <laughs> trying not to swallow too soon? Uh, the tea bar You're lemon bar is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just I snack on warheads. What can I say? Eat them for breakfast. I put them in a bowl like cereal <laughs> and pour milk on them mm-hmm. and eat them. Can I get the curry chicken salad and like a <laughs> handful of warheads, please? <laughs> Didn't, wasn't there a time when they sold the warhead powder as, as almost oh, almost as sure. if it was uh, the like that powder thing? That you, <laughs> the like dip that other candy? candy? Yeah, yeah what fun was dip. that? Fun, fun dip. Oh, fun yep. dip. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Not so fun. Dip yeah. if it's it just warhead. hurts my yeah. jaw just thinking. About yeah, it. it was too dangerous. They had to take it off the market. The tea bar lemon bar is nothing like that. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's balanced perfectly. A lemon bar is never going to be my first choice here or anywhere. This is an expert level baked good. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's so tasty. I want to try everything they have under there. There's like a lot of vegan treats. There's some cheesy stuff. They have regular looking pastries. Not regular looking. Just regular pastries that Mm -hmm. look extraordinary. Gluten free options Mm -hmm. as well. Putin free. We're political now. Yeah. <laughs> Putin free. Oy. There's something we need to talk about. Oh, guys. It's time. T Bar and Bite serves a peanut butter iced brownie. 
Oh man. <laughs> It's, it's we've discussed this already and Sarah and I have strong feelings about this Very from, from years back. Yeah. So wow. Dan, why don't you start? Did you get one? I got one. Oh, good. I got one of those and I got a vegan something or other. I, I, I was unsure of what it was called. I was talking about something else whenever I ordered it and that's what I got and it was all right. But let's get into this brownie. Okay, Dan. But just tell me, <laughs> did you like it? I liked it. Okay. Mm. Did you like it? enough there was an asterisk in that listen i i think we have enough members of the council here (laughs) today (laughs) assembled to be to to garner this a spot Uh, in the pantheon it has to be you and me i don't know if i'm gonna be one of them no (laughs) get out (laughs) it was very good i just didn't how do you feel about hosting a podcast? Um, I would love to. I'll answer to Dan. If I, I, have I liked to. it a lot, but whenever I arrived here today, it was like first thing, like th- that peanut butter bar is being talked about. And I'm here's, like, I, I don't know if I loved it like that. Okay. Here's the thing. I think the peanut butter bar, while I love them and they're delicious and amazing and you're incorrect. Just sure. kidding. It's fine. Sure. You're no, entitled no, no. to your opinion. Uh, it's one of those things that is surrounded by so many warm, fuzzy memories for mm-hmm. me that I think my past experience with this food makes eating this food even better in the present. Mm-hmm. Uh, my memories come from eating them at the Moxie, the original yes. Moxie <sighs> location. They This was a, a snack you could get alongside your popcorn was these peanut butter brownies, which is so unusual at a, at a movie. Yeah. My girlfriend had that exact same memory and... She loved this on a Pantheon level. I mm. think it may may just be more of a matter of taste. I don't love the whipped sweet peanut butter mm. on top. I don't. I think the brownie was delicious, but I think it might just be a matter of taste and desserts. Look, we have protocols on the show. We can't put it in the Pantheon. I, so I think it's okay. I think, brownie fans, I think we can find a bylaw. Nah, Stan's fault. <laughs> where we induct the Pantheon. Sarah you're, you're into it. the podcast hostership. <laughs> can I give her <laughs> oh, my, you my vote? Your vote? Can I cede me? my vote? I would I, love to. I'm sh- glad with. I'm fine with it being. Let me in check the, the. Let me check the bylaws. <laughs> Hang on. Flip, flip, flip. Page, page, page. Oh, it's a I scroll. It wouldn't make any of those noises. <laughs> it's very dusty. oh it says right here bylaw 417 403b no, it's weird that document. all of our bylaws yeah. are 417 <laughs> what are the odds okay i think we're gonna be able i think i feel like we can induct this into the I'm pantheon fine. i'm fine with that so before we do i want to say that i also fell in love with this item at the moxie makes me very sad that they don't have them anymore mm-hmm. and i found it so frustrating that i continued to go up and order them this is not a joke <laughs> i continued to go up and order them like in defiance As a protest <laughs> for like two years after they disappeared uh, might be able to vent these frustrations in a couple weeks yeah yeah maybe, maybe not perhaps. to the right party but yeah. <laughs> Listen up, Mike. <laughs> bring the brownies back. Hashtag bring your brownies leave. back, Mike. <laughs> oh, I will get that started. Let's do Hashtag it. Hashtag I'm a middle piece. Hashtag bring the brownies back, Mike. <laughs> totally original bit. <laughs> okay. I prepared a soliloquy. Oh, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll hit the theme when it becomes appropriate for me to hit the theme. Okay, here we go. You ready for this? Okay, there's a theme. A peanut butter iced brownie from T-Bar and Bites. Stands about 2.5 centimeters high, with about two centimeters of firm, dense brownie, and 
half a centimeter of creamy, rich peanut butter icing over which has been sprinkled what appears to be granulated dark cocoa. Depending on the batch, they can be a little difficult to cut with a fork, such as the density of the brownie, which is a lot different than your standard warm, soft brownie. Baked in are smooth, solid bits of chocolate, like from a chocolate bar, and those stand out amidst the craggy brownie texture. The brownie almost has a crunch when you bite, but not quite. You get a deep, chocolatey flavor. It's augmented by the subtle peanut butter flavor from the icing, which isn't as sweet as your store-bought icing, but still quite sweet. All the components mixed together and it's unlike anything else in town. Truly a treat. Peanut butter ice brownie from T-Bar and Bites. Welcome to the Spring Food Mo Springfield Mo Perfect Dish Pantheon. Woo. It's hallowed ground. You're the third item there, along with the Shanghai and egg roll and prairie pie crust. Wow. Heck yeah. Yeah. What is this, episode 44? We've only inducted three. This is a big deal. It it is. Is. I feel so it special is. being yeah. in the room when it happened. Now, you, you were a part of it. Yes. <laughs> we have one last thing left to do, and that, of course, is raiding T-Bar and Bites Bakery and Cafe. Wow. Sarah, you're our guest. We'll start with you. How many Spanish-style steep shacks <laughs> mm. would you rate T-Bar and Bites? Um, five. I'm, the wheels are turning in my mind, uh, listeners, because I'm not always great at rating things. Like, Andy, you rate movies with stars when you rate them like on social media, and I, I just don't have that skill in my mind i like something oh, or i don't you're mentally healthy <laughs> good so i'm not great at a star stop, rating stop bragging <laughs> you should never take any clues from andy's social media presence <laughs> as, as, as for ways to live your life talk about it. space cuties for 10 <laughs> no, minutes stop it i wished that i was able to you know kind of have that kind of nuanced opinion but uh so i talked with nate about this like oh what, would I, what do i think so i while the the Mediterranean platter is enjoyable, it's not one of those things that I feel like when I eat it, I go, yes, I'm really, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a peanut butter brownie, say, okay. you know. So um, that experience, I think, is maybe a three and a half. Um, it's good, enjoyable, not fantastic. Sure. Um, but then the experience of being there and the atmosphere and just the you know, all those little unique details that make T-Bar what it is. I feel like it's definitely a solid four overall just for all of those things together. Respectable. All right. All right. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. I think I'm going to have to drop a four on them as well. <laughs> I enjoyed my falafel quite a bit. Uh, I, I love that it's a little place that if you were like on a walk, you could kind of pop into and just see what they have there. And mm-hmm. it seems like there's a lot of just things that are on special there they try a lot of things and it's very cool gotta gotta drop a big fat four on them (laughs) (laughs) i'm on board with everything both of you said especially sarah talking about how it's just a cool place to be it's like a cool vibe in there and i made some comments about it being a place for 60 year old moms slash grandmas look i'm a 60 year old grandma at heart (laughs) yeah I love it in there. It's like a <laughs> hobbit house in the best way possible. 
I'm not a fan of all the food they have. None of it's bad. They don't have mm-hmm. anything that I've tried sure. there that's that's Agree. actively bad except for the bacon, which just is probably just what was sourced that week. So hard to blame them for that. Plus, we've had good bacon there before. I'm also dropping a four. I can't wow. go any lower than a four mm-hmm. for a place that serves that brownie, plus the quiche, <laughs> which was also a five-star dish. I don't know if I emphasized enough just how delicious that quiche was. We're definitely going to go back for that again. So... Fours all around. Yeah. I'm got to say, I'm not fours surprised. Across the board. This is what I expected would happen. Mm. It's just such a like cool, good place. Yeah, yeah it was so very congrats, T Barn Bites. <laughs> we have one more segment today. It's sort of our guest interview mm. uh, portion. It's called Last Meal. Funny bit. <laughs> so, Sarah, you're gonna die. Um, you've been convicted of uh, too funny. Oh, no. <laughs> Chain me to the wall. <laughs> okay. uh, you're on death row. Oh, man. Executions tomorrow morning at, uh, no, nah, make it evening. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning at 8 p.m. Yeah. No, tomorrow <laughs> evening at 8 p.m. Okay. Uh, it's 6 p.m. right now. Mm. Governor's going to be there. So uh, that's cool. I'll give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh, Parsons, right? Yeah. yeah. Parson Brown. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, Missouri is a real Mike Parsons project. Oh, boy. Let's <laughs> move along. T-bar and bits. You guys. <laughs> that's what you're in for. Uh, you're going to die. That's where, where were we? Where were we? You're death. Mm, that's yep, right. Not funny. Death bad. Okay. And you have one last meal. It yes. can only be items from Springfield, locally owned Springfield restaurants. You get a drink, an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. What are you getting? Well, first of all, let me say this exercise is so fun. Mm, yes. <laughs> Little road trip conversation <laughs> for your friends and fam, everybody. It's a good time. I brought it up to Nate, and he he just got so excited. He hasn't made his just final decision yet. <laughs> he was yet. excited about you dying. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. I'm oh, sorry. That was loud. Um, so I, one choice is a little weird, but I think for me, like I said, we don't do anything weird here. (laughs) (laughs) Leave that one out. Oh, (laughs) clearly (laughs) I've come to the wrong podcast for that. Um, so you're going to die. So now (laughs) (laughs) but don't be weird. You weirdo. Uh, but like I said, with the peanut butter brownie, I think for me, memories and my association of things can uh, can make them even better mm-hmm, to sure. enjoy. That's not unusual. That's what people are like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my my beverage, I chose the apple pie shot from Crazy Hats. Ooh, nice. All right. Have either of you been to this Springfield Dive Bar I gem not, of a place? I've not heard of it. Yeah, I can't <gasps> say I have either. This I feel so Springfield excited. Exclusive. To, you you yeah. stumped the fake experts. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, let me you stump the idiots. <laughs> uh, you're you're gonna want to go and maybe record a live episode there. I don't know. Yes, um, please. It's a cool little uh, unique dive bar location. It is on National, north of Commercial, before you get to Kearney. So just to give you some context of where you oh, are in town, okay. it's an it, old fire station. I've been to that bar. Okay. Yeah. I've been there. Called Crazy Hats because it's filled with hats hanging from the ceiling. Whoa. Oh, right. So Has it changed names throughout the years, maybe? Oh, very definitely. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I haven't been there when it's been a hat bar. Crazy used to be hats. wacky shoes. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Zany belts yes. before that. Uh, but Crazy Hats, this is one we've discovered um, back to Mystery Hour times. Sometimes we, as a group, like to go on these little dive bar tours together just for fun. They're such cool places to hang out because they're not. 
typical downtown bar, which those are fine, but it's fun to go out and be among the people and experience some different things. Uh-huh. Sure. Not going to get downtown all the time. You've got a drunken monkey? Drunken monkey, yes. We did that one for the show. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Yes, that kind of thing where you can get a super cheap Miller High Life and cool conversation if you're lucky, some karaoke. So Crazy Hats is one of those places. And uh, when you go for the first time, they always offer newcomers or rare comers. We we don't go there all the time, but infrequently enough that they'll offer you this apple pie shot. Ah. So they keep the, they store the the shot glass and the the pre-mixed Bev in their little cooler fridge. And so it's just the, the coldest shot you've ever taken and the fact that it is free and there's kind of this little ceremony around it makes it extra fun. (laughs) Um, But it's so good. It really does somehow taste like apple pie. I don't know what's in it. They probably wouldn't tell me if I asked because, you know, it's kind of their signature thing. Uh, But it's just really fun and... I'd like to have one before I die. That sounds Uh, great. I'm going to head right over there after this. Yeah, it's very cool. We went once, uh, the Mystery Hour crew, and one of our writers uh, sang a song from Hamilton. (laughs) That's fine at karaoke. And then uh, one of just my favorite thing was the the karaoke DJ was then empowered to sing for us Memory from Cats because he also is a Broadway fan. And you would not have assumed that about this individual. So it was really wonderful to see him just let loose his Broadway fandom and and crazy hats one of my favorite things in springfield i haven't done karaoke in a long time but we used to go quite a bit in college like karaoke regulars you know oh, yes. yeah, they're the best they're just the best people alive like like 50 year old people just hang out at the bar yep. like literally reading a book until it's their turn and just get up and wail yeah. and be awesome you need them for a karaoke bar uh-huh. to work because there needs to be like these people who just yeah are willing to go up and do it the do you guys have a song I, don't, I haven't done karaoke in a long time. I always used to go up and try to do Bruce Springsteen songs, sure. but then you go up there and like you sing the parts that are sing alongable, but then yeah. you get to the verses and they're so dense and wordy. It's yeah. like, oh, we're on down to the track by Jody's house. specific. I don't really have a go to song. I'll be singing in the car sometimes and be like, this should be my new karaoke song. And I forget. Yep, always. Yeah. Do you have one? Lightning Crashes by Live. One of my, oh, I, yeah, I, th- I think I've heard you sing it before, but not at karaoke. I love it. Anyway, uh, that's your beverage. What's right, your there's app? There's more. It's <laughs> a long digression. But She's trying to put off her death. <laughs> oh, she got we us talking about karaoke. That. Oh, yeah. This Don't is make a whole, us like, take your dessert away. <laughs> Arabian Nights moment we're having. Let me spin you a tale. Uh, okay, so my appetizer would be Bambino's bruschetta. Ooh. Uh, because Bambino's is a favorite. Again, for the atmosphere, but also the food's just really delicious. I like the simple, um, the Maria, which is really just spaghetti with tomato sauce. Yes. It's so good Very with good. some garlic. So their bruschetta, what makes it great is a lot of times you order bruschetta at a restaurant and the the bread comes to you already pre-bruschetted and, you know, maybe it gets soggy in transport or, you know, you don't get to control the amount but this the bruschetta is the tomato part of it is in a little bowl and your bread is separate so you uh, are in control of how much you get and it's just really really yummy and um, salsa like I think Uh, it's not just like sometimes bruschetta is just like almost like pico it's just some tomatoes and onions and this is much more uh, you know like like a salsa Italian (laughs) chips and salsa yeah kinda yeah it's really good you bruschetta tear no okay well (laughs) 
Yes. Thank you for coming, Sarah. <laughs> going to leave that silence. Let it hang I'm, there. I regret. <laughs> You've actually been pardoned. To do this. <laughs> Someone else has to go first. I, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Your entree. My entree is uh, a new favorite, and that is the cauliflower steak at the Queen City Wine Dive. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> is that an Italian accent there? No, remember there was like a TV chef growing up on, on maybe KY3 here that would do little cooking segments and oh. he would go, oh, it's so good. Was it the one that you I were on TV his name. with? No, that was just Mr. That was, Jalili. Uh, Jalili, yeah. Hmm. More You're probably just thinking of me whenever I was talking. <laughs> nah. so good. TV. No. He was like nine. Yeah. In February <laughs> one year <laughs> during like a 6 a.m. to 7 segment. So claim to fame. So yeah. more about the cauliflower steak. More about the cauliflower steak. So I get it. I always order the charred vegetables as well, Ooh. which are really, really delicious. And last time I was there, it's it can be a different variety. It was asparagus and carrots and peppers really savory and delicious uh and the cauliflower steak is for one thing just a unique item like as a vegetarian it's cool to see something like that on the menu it's just a thick cut sliced of cauliflower uh like imagine taking the brain and just chopping it and i imagine that, that all the time yeah <laughs> 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 oh you're talking about cauliflower yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah, never mind <laughs> It's really delicious and simple, but then the presentation and that the atmosphere in that place, I just really like. They bring it out to you on a on a wooden board, and if you've ordered wine, it comes out in a little carafe. So Ooh. it just you know it's just a little bit elevated experience, but it's also just a really tasty dish. And dessert. And dessert. This one is. Uh, it was hard to choose. I really do like dessert. I like an indulgent dessert, but I thought this is gonna be the last time I ever. Have a thing. I think I'd want to revisit uh, Julie's Chewy's cookie. Oh, my God. man. And I've chosen the white chocolate raspberry. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I even looked it up today to find out what's in it and what makes it so good. And that is they use raspberry jam, actually, baked in. All right. In addition to the white chocolate, there's also chocolate chips in there, like chocolate chocolate yep. chips it just adds a richness to the flavor of a white chocolate cookie and then the the, the swirls of the raspberry it's such a good cookie that's great a lot of such a lot of spring treat. food mo exclusives this week that's great jam oh, in well, that cookie yeah i love julie's chewies i hadn't even thought to add that to the list of places to cover on the show you have to come back Ooh, we do julie's chewies next to. week julie's chewies. <laughs> so thank you for coming sarah thank this you has been for a fun having time. me uh where can people catch you next um, the mystery hour is going to be back in September. We'll be at the Galois. Just follow us on, on social media. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jinxy. If you want to see my goofs and my <laughs> political opinions. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. I don't have other shows coming up this summer. Kind of on a break. Cool. Cool. So, and we're Sounds taking nice. this as an invitation, of course, to be on the mystery. Hour. <laughs> 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 I, I, I nope. really think your uh, North Carolina market's going <laughs> to enjoy us. Yeah, spring food mo. <laughs> so quick reminder, we will be on a podcast with Springfield uh, this Saturday. They usually post in the morning, I think. That'll be fun, hopefully. <laughs> no, it, it'll be fun. Also, we're not going to be having a live show on the 22nd, as we said we would be. It's sad. We'll tell you the story next week. It's a bummer. We're bummed out about it. We'll talk about it. But we do have another plan for another live show coming up. You may notice we're about to hit a magic number of episodes. Ooh. So uh, 
it's 50, Sarah. <laughs> we're going to have 50 real soon. So we're going to do a little something special for that. we got something cooking up, if you will. <laughs> Peanut butter brownies. Yes. Better be that. Yes. No, no live show. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we better. And I, I, I'm struggling with ending these episodes, Dan. I, we used to I do a, Did we used to do a good job of it? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think we've ever done much of a good job with anything. Do you need I, a know. I think we do do a good job with something, just not ending. Hi. <laughs> well, we stuck this one. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. So let's go ahead and play this bio segment. And Sarah... We're just going to listen. I That's, love listening. I'm sorry. I know it's, it's, it's like I'm on a podcast listening to a podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, we should really it? keep in the part where we tell the kids <laughs> that we're now going to listen to the bio because it happens every time. Yeah. I'll put it at the end. <laughs>